Okay. Well, I'm glad that I got back. Anyway, uh, I listened to the entire article. I was trying to unmute. Um, I think I was just muted for way too long. Anyway, the whole thing of this is just absolutely horrendous. Just brutal. Like, you know, really? Really? Wow, right? This happened two years ago, so that would be 2019. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I... God, it's just... it's, It's another thing that we need as a country, right? Like, this is just... What we need to do is, I mean, yes, that person deserves justice. Yes, that family deserves justice. But I believe, like, we just need to move forward. I mean, uh, didn't the president just meet with the, um, I don't know, the representatives of the Asian community, Asian American community? I don't know what they're called, but I think they just signed like an anti-Asian discrimination, hate yeah, hate hate thing. Which is like, okay, that's great, but what exactly does that really do in the public? Right, because I thought we already had, you know, there is the, already the dis, dis, discernment of a hate crime. So that really already exists. Yeah. There's already, you know, the civil, life, civil rights violation. So that already exists. So exactly what all does that do except for lip service? Because, you know, to the Asian community, like, how about just passing a non-discrimination act where any time that there's a potential bias that it's investigated and, and punished more severely? Well, I... yes, I mean, you have a point there. Um, to me, this just feels like a Band-Aid to try and silence a whole group of people that are being oppressed me too and and it's a continuation of i mean that's why i talk about it because it it really really is a branch off of this topic right like this whole dialogue started with 2020 and george floyd i mean it started a long time ago but it's really resurfaced with george floyd and 2020 and people not feeling like their voices are heard and 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 literally just saying stop we're done we're Absolutely. done being hunted down. We're done being fucking killed systematically. We're done being, you know, treated like we're not a part of this country. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to, and to be honest, I think really what echoed that was, and I mean, the, the, I, I'd love to hear you guys' opinion one way or another, but what do you, Dave, I don't know if you saw Disney Plus's uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But I felt like that dialogue, that inner, di- like that countrywide dialogue for that storyline was so necessary. I did not see it. Could you, give, could you give us a little syn- uh, synopsis, a little summary? Well, I mean, without giving too many things away, uh, one of the things that Sam, who is the Falcon, realizes, because at the end of the whole movie series, right, it picks up at the end. Um, the end of the whole series, like Captain America, Steve Rogers gives Sam the shield. Like the Captain America shield, thus passing the mantle of Captain America down to Sam, who, you know, struggles with not, you know, feeling that, that it's his mantle to pick up. But yeah. um, so that's the, the premise. But then eventually, like, he finds out that there is actually a black 
soldier, super soldier, like America created a second Captain America and he was black, but then completely buried him. Oh, wow. Yeah, after he was no longer useful, he com- like locked him up, like a nurse had to declare him dead just for him to like live a normal life. Like just terrible. So, but it was it was literally just like the voice, like the <laughs> the voice of and I, I hate I don't wanna I'm paraphrasing, so just take it as it is, right? Grain of salt. But the yeah. voice of the black voice of America, not feeling like that they really belong, or why should they even support America? Because America never supported them, right? So like it's the right. it's the it's the bitter old man mentality. And right? that reminds me that reminds me of a Buffalo Soldier. Yeah, exactly. Right? Volunteer, go join the military, then come back and be persecuted again, even though you're a military hero that just fought for your country. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. So that's exactly what it part of what it addresses. And then I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna give away spoilers, but the way that that Sam's character, like that he addresses that is like, look. I am American. I am black. My my race did help shape this country and I'm tired of being embarrassed by it. I'm tired of silencing it and I'm tired of being silenced. Amen. You know, I'm going to fight Amen. for the country that I live for that my ancestors helped to protect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I thought that was a great message. Honestly, it, it was, and I w- I'd love to I hear love what it. you guys think about it. Um, again, we're talking about this recent news article that came out from Louisiana. These two cops just brutally, or these few cops brutally murdered this person, pulled him over, and murdered him, and then covered it up for two years. And now this has yeah. come to light. And I'm kind of pacing, pasting those parallels with the storyline of um, Cap, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, no, I think it dovetails perfectly. I need to mute myself for one second, but yeah, whenever you're done there, let's go ahead and take a message. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a, the story just fires me up. I think that was a great parallel that you just drew. It reeks all too much of George Floyd and you know, it, it, when are we going to do the systemic change? When are we going to stop the lip surface and begin the change, right? Yeah. And that's what it feels like. It just feels like a bunch of empty signatures on some paper and some empty words that are like these hollow words that are, yeah, the paper helps you reinforce it, but like who helps those people reinforce the paper? You know, so let's take our call. Uh, we have May the Poet on here. And if you guys have any opinions whatsoever, that's okay. This is a safe space. Uh, if it's differing opinions, that's okay as well. We, Dave and I, like, if you have something to try and bring receipts with it, just some facts. Um, just give us some news articles so that we can research it. I would love to do that. Um, yeah. But then, you know, the show mentality here is that sometimes everybody has an opinion and it is just that an opinion. And sometimes we have to agree to disagree and walk away. And that is okay. That's right. right. We're more about dialogue than debate. Exactly. So let's take May the Poet and I'll let uh, Dave take his little break. Hey Dave, I did try to get in contact with you on stereo so I could fill in 
while Big Bear was trying to reconnect, but I guess he got back in time, so I did try to save the morning weekly show. It was an effort. Anyway, I just sent you via <clears throat> your phone um, the New York Times interesting parts of the article that you did not have about that particular death in Louisiana. And that is just, I don't know, incredible. And we're hearing about this two years later before all this other stuff happened this past year and with George Floyd and just unbelievable context and quotes and miss justice and just I, I I don't understand it and it was just degrading to me and I just looked at a New York Times article that popped up on my computer about it because we're talking about it back here in Vegas too on the radio but it's disgusting really is okay yeah. so I just got to add into that I just uh the so the final paragraph in the article um the AP also last year obtained a medical report showing an emergency room doctor noted Green arrived dead at the hospital, bruised and bloodied, with two stun gun prongs in his back. So there you go. That's and the just... doctor. The doctor wrote, "This does not add up to yeah. uh, crashing into a tree." Yeah, and yet, what what happened with that report? Did that not make it to uh, the courts? Did that not make it to anything? Oh, hasn't made it anywhere yet and the whole thing that they're saying so this the thing that really pisses me off about the whole, they're saying they got to shelter it from the public so that they can have a fair trial bullshit bring all the evidence out let us see it and that way you can't come up with a verdict that we don't agree with how how is that a fair tri- i mean i understand letting um like it's supposed to be a trial of your peers, right? So I understand trying right. to keep all the evidence from the public so that they don't sure. make predetermined decisions based on that outside of the court. But still, if the only people that are expected to hand over evidence are the police officers that were on, you know, on scene, and if that lawyer, that defense attorney doesn't do his job and, and, say hey this doesn't add up this doesn't add up and actually interview people like interview the doctor interview then that shit's gonna stay buried yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think i watched just unbelievable movies and and shows (laughs) i think i really do (laughs) all right let's get to our next caller Big Bear Radio, and then another thing. What's going on? How are y'all doing? So, my previous messages was that, and um, if the brain can support another appendage, if it can support two appendages, I would like to have a vest-type thing that had two extra arms on it, where I would wear a cap or, you know, whatever I needed to wear to make it happen um, to control those appendages and I'd have a second set of arms that would be awesome oh yeah it would definitely right. allow you to like get more work done but also I think I don't know like that would take a lot of mental capacity to try and like Wouldn't type it? out with two ro- robotic arms but also control whatever you're doing with your regular arms Dude, I have trouble enough 
with my two arms and my little brain trying to like, okay, I'm editing, I'm doing this, I'm doing four steps. Okay. Now I'm taking this podcast and I'm putting it on YouTube. Wait, which podcast was that? Oh God, I got to go back to anchor and look up which episode it was. <laughs> like, oh man, I can only imagine if I was doing three more things, Ah, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it definitely would be interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah. See- I mean, I would be into trying it. I would I would choose wings personally. Wings? Yeah. For flying. Right? Come on. I honestly don't, don't think out. personal flight will ever exist. I think people want to control like that that's too uncontrollable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like exactly. I mean, even look at vehicles. Look at the look at the last I don't know what a hundred years just with vehicles and the, and the advancements and technology and shit with that. You're going to tell me that a flying car doesn't exist. Bullshit. Um, well, no. So I heard about this thing about flying cars and, and Tesla or Nick, uh, I'm sorry, Elon Musk actually addressed this. He's like, you know, the whole thing with flying cars in the future. He's like, imagine that. Are you going to trust this like two ton vehicle, like hovering over your head? He's like, no, we don't want that. And it would be ugly. We already do with these airplanes. But yeah, if you increase the traffic of that to like vehicles, hell no. Imagine one of their propellers falls up at 3,000 feet. Uh, What what could happen? What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's one of his motivations for the whole tunneling thing for the boring company is he's going to do the Hyperloop underground. So now we wouldn't have the sky all cluttered with a gazillion vehicles and you don't have that safety risk as well. Guy's brilliant, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's we definitely need more people to be thinking forward like Elon Musk. I'm not saying he's perfect, but I definitely agree that he is forward thinking for the future and doesn't really give a shit about big businesses and and what that hurts, which is great because we really do kind of need to scrap the system that we're in and move forward to a better system. But the problem is, is big businesses won't let us move forward because they like the system we're in because it works for them. Oh my God, bear bear. This is amazing. There's a crow on my roof, seven feet from me right now. All right. So for those of you that don't know, and another thing has been trying to train crows to steal trinkets from women on their balconies or porches or swings or not just women you know shiny valuable trinkets from any gullible person that puts them on their windowsill or something i'm trying to train crow burglars exactly yes exactly he's trying to train he's going to be the crow master and (laughs) what are you feeding him now like you started with eggs right you started with eggs started with some hard-boiled eggs then i went to some expired chicken um you know anytime i have like a little gristle or a bone from anything i eat when you put it out there but you know then i kind of took the plunge big bear i went and bought some uh grain-free lamb dog food kibble (laughs) see what he's i mean he's oh my god you're so close you're so they're eating 40 dollar a bag kibble oh my god (laughs) All right, they're gonna start bringing up trinkets that are more than forty dollars. But like, I would love it if they just brought you back like the shiniest junk you could ever bring back. Exactly, <laughs> something totally worthless, like an old yeah. Mardi Gras bead or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, or like um, like a a, a spoon. Like just, <laughs> just yeah. Like... Preferably not with a burned bottom. You'll have a no. I mean, you'll have a a wonderful collection of um, traveling spoons. Yeah, of completely worthless shiny things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even that would make a cool art piece brought by crows. Or, All right, an so we're art still piece created by crows. That would be pretty cool. I digress. Actually. No, 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 no. We dye the grass, and that happens. But um, I, I glad. I'm glad that you. We should have like a crow recap for like. <laughs> Like how are the crows this week? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you in, po- uh, pictures on Instagram right now. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Yes. Yeah, let, while you're doing that, uh, let's get calls again. We're talking about the um, Next recent news that came out with um, police officers uh, hiding evidence for two years after murdering a unfortunate black man in Louisiana, down in New Orleans. Yep. So let's, uh, we're taking calls off of that right now. And um, after we're done with that, we'll move on to our next topic. So let's, uh, let's take our callers. Hey guys, it's me, your friendly neighborhood aspiring lawyer. So um, in some cases, it actually is very helpful to not release footage to the public. Because when people see footage, they do develop opinions like immediately right so like oh what the fuck was the guy's name who had like all the fucking like canaries and shit and really he was just killing them right um but they did like a court trial to try to get him released from alcatraz and everybody thought he was this great bird science but really he was just sitting in bird shit and killing the birds like because they were not being properly taken care of so it's just sometimes it is better to not release the footage to the public because like fox news will run with it and create this narrative and then it msnbc will run with it and create this narrative so it does expose sorry there's a weed here in the background it does expose the public to uh preconceived opinions before coming into the jury so i see that you know she continues it's to keep them like um objective to everything so i i understand in some cases but when the police fucking brutally murder a man there is there is no other opinion to have. That is the only opinion. That's it. That's the only opinion. The only reason that you are holding back that fucking footage in this situation is because you don't want us tearing up the fucking city for your racism. That's literally it. That's literally it. You want to save your pockets. That's what you want to do. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fuck you're the fucking you're trying to save local businesses from... Because, of course, people are going to riot and they're going to start... You can't control a riot, unfortunately. That's why there's peaceful protests. Right. right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, if you want to do that, but yeah, some some footage like that, I mean, it, it will enrage the world. I, it pro- I mean, it's out, right? They release the footage. I'm assuming. Well, no, they, not yet. They, they not until the trial's it. over. Okay, but they just described it. They described it, and they let the family see it. Yeah. So I guess some news sources have that been able be to see so it. so horrible to watch as a person. I'd, oh, my God, I feel so bad for those that family. I mean, I feel bad for that person, obviously, but the family. I mean, the family's got to suffer be, on, right? Yeah, exactly. And then to have to watch your family member basically being murdered on tape. That yeah. I, I, God, my heart goes out to you. Please uh, just good vibes out to that person. 
those those absolutely um but yeah no i mean i get it like (laughs) shit with uh with 2020 and blm and everything that's going on uh here in my own little city we had right like actual like it was pre- peaceful protests that apparently went to you know you've got these terror and of course it's stupid white teenage kids because that's what it is but like breaking windows and trying to loot and do all this stuff like to take advantage this is a small like this is a, yeah. a good city you know what i mean yeah and you got kids just taking advantage of it we can go be a punk and not get arrested tonight yeah yeah that's but no then good. You, but then no good. The public turns that view toward again towards the racism and and, and towards you know just to further Ooh. the fire, to continue fuel the Ooh. fire, and it's just like right. man. Right, and you so saw that it, you saw that in a horrible degree, and to a horrible degree in the Katrina catastrophe, where white people taking food out of a grocery store was surviving. And black people with a, a case of water was looting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no, oh. that's not. There's no difference with that. There's a difference between taking a case of water and taking a, a 50 inch a TV. TV. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And we used the same example. That's great. <laughs> so I've often been sitting there typing something and have something else going on off to the side. And then I got to quit typing and then move over to the other thing i'm doing and start doing that so if i had that second set of arms i could do that and type at the same time and not have any issues and i think my brain could handle it i think it could i could be wrong but i think my brain could i mean it's worth a try as long as there's no try. brain you know yeah as long as you don't get brain freeze oh skidoom <laughs> slurpee season as long as the program frees your hardware. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Come on. Oh, you got as it. long Wait. as I'm not yeah. trying to talk at the same time. Yeah. Or, walk, or chew bubblegum. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, with line number nine. You know, and the question is about this whole thing with Louisiana, and I'll bring this up briefly, is, is that some of that evidence and situation might be too graphic for the courtroom and that might be a stupid way of like dancing around it but something like this has to be exposed and seen and the jurors have to be warned about what they're going to see is very graphic and could affect um, them psychologically but it should not affect their outcome about how and if this goes to trial with these officers or whatever so I'm thinking that's one reason why all evidence may not be seen, but I do agree that it should be seen, heard, and processed by anybody who is fortunate enough to be on the jury. I sure wish I was, because nothing graphic bothers me. It just clarifies what kind of law we have in charge in certain states, but I'm friends with cops, and this, to them, is just disgusting. Anyway, back to my job. Yeah, to any good cop, this is nauseating. You know, this is not what any good cop signed up to be part of at all you know this this is yeah. an example of somebody going rogue and becoming a criminal yes you know so yes that yeah, i we, mean those people wanted to hurt that person we're in no way speaking out against law enforcement not not in the least 
I'm speaking no, for we're speaking out against bad, <laughs> just evil. Yeah. That's what we're. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm crying for policy change. You know, for systemic policy change. Um, we can get through these next messages, but then I've got a nice little wrap up about another story, and it kind of just paints an overall picture of what's going on with law enforcement and internal investigations and and such. Sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I figured this was another malfunction, yep. so I figured you could keep talking. Yeah, we got a ghost in the machine there. Come on back, Smokey. Yep. Well, apparently, he, arm, he, he was working his appendages. He couldn't talk. That's right. Juanito Papi. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, I like I like the suit, Juan. Yeah, we got Juan. Juanito. What does it help to destroy one's own community and not attack the places that are actually... Um, involved with it these are oftentimes communities of of the people that are being attacked you're destroying local businesses small businesses that had nothing to do with it so i have to slightly disagree with that part attack the corporations attack the, the 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 uh the police stations or whatever you're protesting against you shouldn't I don't believe I think a, a organized uh organized uh protest or, or attack is is better like what what does it help to destroy one's own location and put in further 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 a uh, ruin It's a really good I point one Yeah I'm going to yeah. let him I'm going to let him talk on the next one too I'll just play that next one. And don't get it twisted. I think the protests are necessary, especially with, with the police. They, all, they abuse their power and often get away with it. And, you know, qualified immunity is a fucked up thing. But to say that these protests couldn't be more more organized and more directed at where it should be is, I think, a, a, a crappy narrative. Oftentimes, there were people coming outside of the communities, destroying their uh, those other ones. Like this is not and destroying and protesting and destroying from other places they're not even from. So yeah, these protests need to happen. But like, you should definitely, it definitely should have been more directed to the real enemy. Well, and let's yeah. not get it twisted. I mean. Yes. First off, I agree. Oh my God. Sorry, there's a garbage can uh, or garbage truck taken down the the dumpster. Um, so if there's no a one, thank you so much for for giving us your opinion and your voice. I agree with. You. I don't. I think protests are necessary. I I want to get that fact straight. Is that we want protests, not riots, right? And that was the right. whole point that we're talking about: is if you release the footage to the public, like George Floyd's was, then you would get riots because you would have a public, like, outcry and yeah. an emotion playing into that, which is yes. what Pudi was saying as our friendly neighborhood local lawyer or almost lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree, uh, totally agree with you, Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I, I think I think what we have what happens is it's an emotional explosion, right? So 
it's not planned and thought out. People just hit the streets and they're pissed, right? So it's, I don't know how much organization there is in a quote unquote riot. You know, you look at the the riots in LA after Rodney King and people torched their own neighborhood, a bunch of black owned businesses, a bunch of Korean owned businesses, small business owners lost their shit. People didn't mean to do that. They were just out of control, filled with rage. Um, yeah. You know, I agree. Those aren't the people that are doing anything. So, we, you know, people should show up at City Hall and not riot, but protest. Hold these people accountable. Block the doorway. Don't let them into work in the morning. Make them answer. Have the news crews there. Hold these people accountable in front of their office on camera and make them answer to us. What are you doing? What legislation have you submitted for this this week? What have you done this week? We need to hold right. our politicians accountable. Well, that's why they call it press. The press. Thank you. Yeah. And There's look what the press does press now. Press. Yeah. But yeah, yeah well, don't. now, well, what happened? I mean, so we do 100% speculation what happened. Okay. So, like, take it with a grain of salt. But what happened was yeah, all yeah. of a sudden the politicians became the ones who were in charge of the press. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. let's not get confused here. How many times have you seen that fucking video where every single news outlet is reading the exact same script? Yeah, yeah. Down to the point where they're talking about Easter. The Easter Bunny has a little extra spring in its step this year. The Easter Bunny has a little extra. The Easter Bunny has a little. The Easter Bunny has a little extra spring in its step this year. And they all are literally reading the same script. That's not journalism. No, it's pathetic. That's just broadcast. Payola. It's payola is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Which is against the fucking law. From a yes, broadcaster right here, I learned that payola is against the fucking law. Yes. Yes. And it violates, uh, you know, um, ethics. Bribery. Huge ethics violation that... as well. Yeah. You just got I my mean... heart rate up there, Bear. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I just. Uh... <laughs> so good. Yeah, it, but it, it's funny. Passionate. It, it's it's Passionate. funny and it's not funny. But it, it's just like it's it's so funny that we as common people can see this shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But yet mm-hmm. they still think that they can get away with it. They still fucking do it. I mean, I constantly go back to the writer and creator of V for Vendetta, not the movie, the actual comic. The movie was great, but like that person saw everything. You watch that fucking movie; it's exactly where we are almost right now. Thank oh, you. I mean, it I was, would have it to... was really more 2020. Yeah, it was it was actually but... set in 2020, which blew my mind when I figured that when when somebody told me that that and 12 monkeys were both set in 2020. Talk about mind blow. That's so crazy. That is such a mind but, blow. I mean, but I would have to say V for Vendetta is probably. Yeah, exactly. I would have to say V for De- Vendetta is probably my favorite movie of all time because it does. It nails it. It's. It's everything George Orwell said and warned us about put into a movie. Everything. I mean, and the other thing is, like, we were talking about the news, right? And that's where I was getting with V for Vendetta. It's like, there's a scene where Evie Hammond, which is um, uh, Princess Amidala, uh, God, what the hell is her name? The actress. 
she's an amazing actress. I don't know why I can't remember her name. I'm sure. Hang on. Somebody say it, and I'll play that message real quick. Seriously, I can't remember her name. But she also, she's also Princess Abadala, and um, she's also a, she's an amazing actor. Let's see. Somebody help me out here. No? Okay. Well, anyway, moving forward. It. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where they're watching. Natalie Portman. Movie. Natalie Portman, thank you so much. I, I'm sure somebody's going to send one. Um, but yeah, Natalie Portman is the one who is, uh, uh, she's watching the news with V, and uh, she's like, that's bullshit. And he's like, how can you tell? And she's like, she blinks a lot when she tells a story she knows is false. Oh, you mean kind of like Bill Clinton nodding yes when he was saying, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a physical tell, right? That's a, that's yeah. a Freudian slip, but. Yeah, body's doing one thing. Exactly, but it's, it is, it's just like when you, when you know, I mean, it just says everything that we talked about in that movie, though, like, like. These people are given stories. They just recite what they're given. They're not journal. I mean, I'm sure there are some journalists out there that actually, that actually want to do real journalism and tell the stories. And that's the type of stories that we're reiterating to you, right? I'm not a journalist, per se. I'm, I'm a broadcaster. I'm somebody that likes to come on air and, and share what I'm interested in. Right. Likewise, these aren't stories that we've researched. These are stories that other people have researched and we've kind of filtered through them. Yeah. So I mean, take take news. I'm going to put news in air quotes, right? For what it's worth. Because it's not the journalist. The, that By right. the time that gets there, I mean, we, we could draw parallels to even Hollywood with this shit. How many times has a director oh, yeah. come out like Snyder and said, look, it's not me that made a shitty movie. It's the fucking executives and the company that that made it shitty because they kept cutting everything out. I just I just heard a quote what the public wanted. I even just heard a quote from Dave Chappelle of like I get about dazed and confused. He's like, I gave him this killer script and they made a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. All right, let's keep moving on callers. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Uh, We're going to keep going and hear what you have to say. You know, Big Bear, even if it's horrible for a family to watch something like that, they have to come to terms to what happened to their loved one to decide if they want it admissible in court or not. And it takes a lot of psychological, I guess, reasoning and uh, processing to get through that afterwards. I don't think anybody should be exposed to that. But if you're getting a call that a family member is dead, wouldn't you want to know like how and why and how come and what the uh, whole situation was, even if the persons or people were arrested? So it's coming down to the fact that it is up to the family if they want these things released or not. And it is coming down to the fact that the family should know exactly what happened to that family member for legal purposes, like an ongoing lawsuit down the road or civil suit or whatever. And if they want to lay to rest, that is the family's decision. So it is horrible in any outcome whatsoever. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. 
Thank you Total for that agreement. Appreciate yeah, it. You know, I think it's an absolute civil right to know what has happened to your family member. I think it's imperative. You should be able to view the body, not just photographs. You should be privy to any information, you know, maybe, you know, it, it maybe sworn to not release it or but before the trial, like a, a sequestered kind of thing or something. But that, to me, that seems like a civil right in a free country. I don't know. Oh, no, absolutely not. I know you're not talking out against law enforcement. I have a friend of mine who won the Medal of Valor, and he's done the honorable thing with his career. He's never fired a gun in any situation except for uh, reinstatement. And he's got a hell of a shot, by the way. And he has heard about this and just said enough is enough already. These rogue cops are turning people against not only the police departments who really want to help them, but they're changing America's outcome of what law enforcement is. And he is just so tired of hearing this stuff slipping through the fingers like for two years after it happens this is all of a sudden coming up why because of george floyd or because somebody leaked out some information he's like that should have been handled in 2019 right up front and he's right and he's just so tired of hearing the negative instead of the good that police enforcement does yep and i i hear the gardeners coming in the background <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. The mower and blower crew coming through. And it's funny how we can call them gardeners. They're not. They're yard maintenance technicians. A gardener gets their fingers dirty. Just saying. There you go. Uh, I just call them landscapers or scalpers. Yeah. There you go. Scalpers. I call Land them mowing and blowers. What are they doing? Mower and blowers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, just, they're just shaving the shit out of everything. And then blowing the crap onto somebody's yard who isn't paying them. <laughs> that's funny right all they're right picking it up uh, they're just blowing it away we are getting a little bit to the time that we had so let's finish up with these messages uh but i also recognize that we were a little late today so i'm definitely willing to go over um but yeah let's get through these messages then we can get on to our next topic that dave wants that has for us today and uh then we'll wrap yeah. up our show smoky I don't know what's going on with Smokey's phone, but it is constantly yeah. not recording what he wants. Tech error. I, mean, I definitely think law enforcement kind of sucks because they're enforcers of the state. Uh, you know, they often enforce unconstitutional laws. I mean, how many, how many police were were happily, happily enforce these unconstitutional lockdowns and shut down of businesses? I mean, I understand the social distancing, but. You know, these lockdowns destroyed destroyed a lot of small businesses. And, you know, how many police were willing to, to uh, you know, happily shut down those businesses because they were given the orders by the state and they are getting a paycheck. So, yeah, I'm, I definitely have a problem with a majority of police because if you don't stand up to it, like the certain sheriffs that did stand up to some of the lockdown procedures and, and, and the lockdowns in general, I give credit to yeah. the too, but like, it feel like a lot of police, oh, I need a part. Well, One, you know, a, 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 part two. a sheriff is an educator or an elected person, so they could stand up to something, but you know, the, but cops are just, they're an employee. They got to do what they're told. So yeah. you can't blame a cop for that. I I can only blame a cop for their actions 
when they're illegal or immoral, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm sticking to. That's true. And I appreciate that you're sticking to that. I think he's just I mean, it sounds like Juan was has firsthand experience with this or at least secondhand experience with this, like a friend that that had a business go down. And I agree with Mm -hmm. him. I'm going to I'm going to let him finish his second statement. But I just want to say this real quick. Mm -hmm. I agree with him that like the pandemic, it's so awful to like reference something and be like, oh, yeah, there was this great arcade um, that I went to. And it's 20 bucks to get in and, you know, you could do all this. And it's, oh, well, I mean, I guess that's a, if it survived the pandemic. Right. Exactly. So oh, no my, my old sushi restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I Remember that it. old pie restaurant? Oh, that place used to be great. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. And Juan, if you want to leave a, another message to continue your point, you're welcome to. Uh, I don't see Absolutely. another one. So uh, we're going to move on with uh, Brittany. Could you fucking imagine for just a second if black people tried to raid a police station? Could you fucking imagine? They would all be fucking dead. Now, white people, they can raid the Capitol building. That's fine. But if black people actually tried to raid a political building or a police station. Didn't they do it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, Brittany, I think somebody wrote a song about that. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Right? It's funny. That's actually it one be... of Pa Rocky's favorite songs. <laughs> I love that one, too. Uh, yeah, no, it'd be a bloodbath. <laughs> same thing Same thing if it was BLM or Occupy that stormed the Capitol. It would have been an absolute bloodbath. No, I'm going to put something to contrast that, okay? Uh, didn't they do that in Seattle? Was that more white people than black people? But didn't they take over the police station in Seattle? Or somewhere did, yeah. in... Yeah. I, I think they even lit it on fire. I don't know if they lit it on fire. But I do know that they like basically held this ground for over a week. And lived there. Like- one of them, Seattle or, or Portland, they lit it on fire. Oh, they took over okay. the police department Portland. and burned them out. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think it, you're. I think you're right. I think it was Portland. I'm sorry. I'm coming at coming at you with memory instead of facts here. But uh, no worries. No, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, I remember listening to uh, amazing podcast, The Journal. Period. Uh, it, check it out. It's a. It's one of my favorites. It's very NPR like. Um, have you ever actually have you checked it out yet, Dave? I think I've sent you a couple. I haven't. I'm writing it down right now, though. All right. So when you look it up, just write the journal and then with a period. All right. That's the that's the podcast because um, it's it's presented by the Wall Street Journal and also uh, brought to you by Gimlet, which is an amazing podcasting group. Um, but they they did some reports on on a few reports on this on like how it was a community, like um, how people thought it was like the new way of doing things. They were policing themselves, but then on the opposite side of it, people weren't policing, and they were getting and and uh, you know they were saying there was a murder thing both sides. Yeah, and there was a murder. Exactly. So so the 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 utopian city went south within a week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is just like, look, I understand that we need laws and that we need some sort of enforcement on those laws. We need people to do that. 
but what and but what I'm asking for is systemic system, like systemic change, based on how yeah. exactly transparency and how they are dealt with when they break the law, right? Like they're not right. no one's above the law, and that's the thing no. is we have all of these individuals. I don't want to call them cops. We have all these individuals that think that they're above the law. And try and, and try and get away with it, and then they have friends that care about them or think the same way that they do. So they also help them to get away with it. That's what we right. need to change on. Is like the exactly. actual problem of which these individuals get hired on to represent us and police us. These are peace officers. That's what they were yep. known as peace yep. officers. Yes. So more screening, pull, more testing prior to being hired, right? Not pull somebody over, tase them while they're in their car, beat them while they're on the ground, and kill them, people. These were peace officers. Yeah. I don't yeah, care yeah, if that exactly. guy was driving too fast. You know what? To be honest, it makes me not want to pull over anytime a cop pulls me over. It makes me want well, to go to a gas station and pull over so that I have witnesses. And that's what they say to do. That's what they say to do now. And that's a scary world when we're living in when you you would think that's what you would have to worry about in some third world country. Right. No, I'm American. I'm American. Don't kill me. Don't don't take me hostage. Don't kidnap me and sell and hold me for ransom. But I couldn't agree with what you said more. Bear. And like so when when police get away with breaking the law or when you see a politician that broke the law, was convicted and then is pardoned by a, a president, it takes away of our faith in the law and when you lose your faith or your trust in the law that's the beginning of the disintegration of society well and i think that's honest rule and order 19 from 2019 to now the thing i've lost faith and trust i have too yeah politics oh yeah my brother said he's going to start the revolution and just like and just do a march on Washington like Martin Luther King Jr. did. But instead of going to the Lincoln Monument, he's going to go right to the Capitol building and not do an insurrection, not violence. But he wants to walk in there and just go, you're all fired. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. No, no, no. You're all all of you fired. Who the fuck are you? Well, oh, I don't think you understand. It's not me that's firing you. And then he walks them outside to see all the people and just be like, we fire you. We fire yeah. you as a collective, as a country, because you've no longer represented the people. You haven't for a long time. You collected as much money as you did and you made out like bandits, but you're all fired. Yeah. And you know what? With blockchain technology, we could actually vote on every single measure. So we could literally do away with half of Congress. It, they're just they're just fat that we don't need. Cut the fat. It made sense when you had to send a representative on horse and buggy to Washington to represent you. But now we have this amazing thing called the interweb. You know, well, and and when I'm, things are going to change dramatically, I mean, I'm predicting that change, things are going to change dramatically when Elon yeah. Musk actually gets his internet up and running. Wait, his there free- you go. There you go. Is he working on it? 
Yeah, I heard that he's actually trying to like that's a part of SpaceX is also to like launch these satellites so that he can start his own network with net neutrality. So God bless him. He's superseding the 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 Orwellian crackdown. Oh, that is awesome. Right? Like who gives love that man? This system doesn't work anymore. We need something new. Yeah. 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 I mean I love the Declaration of Independence in this fucking country. Yep. The t- love it. Have changed. Bill of Rights. Right. Love it. The times they are changing. Always. That's right. And God bless you, Bob Dylan. Six fucking mentality on twenty six or twenty twenty one. Yeah, we can't do it. We can't do it. We have to start anew. It is broken. Our financial system broken. Our our, you know, quote unquote democracy broken five lobbyists for every member of congress that's broken yeah i mean why do you think we're constantly trying to in like we're moving forward we're like bitcoin dogecoin like the digital currency system now it's moving forward right it's exciting we're trying to start something but i also i'm afraid that it's just the same thing you know i mean it could be who knows it could be it could so, all be I mean, founded by billionaires, sorry. probably know, right? I've gotten my heart rate up. I've gotten other people's heart rate up. <laughs> all right, let's take a deep breath. Everybody, I'm everybody, st- hold your, do a nice stretch, everybody, and take a nice deep breath together. <sighs> it's all going to be all right. Oh. It's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. You know, well, you also I, need, I think everybody needs a hydration break. So I have That's a it. bottle of water here with me. I'm going to take a quick drink of water. Uh, and I encourage all of you to also it. take a quick drink of water while we listen to this next message by May. Okay, I'm flooding. I'm probably basically spamming this show, but you got to understand something from my point of view. And I could prove this in an article somewhere on mine. Sorry, I'm eating a pineapple cookie. Sorry. Um, <laughs> when we get a story that breaks like this, reporters radio stations, news advisories have to double check all the facts. The story broke. It was two years old. The facts were presented. Not all of them were until now. And the stipulation is, is that we are on a hold until they are double checked and updated and everything pans out where it shows up everywhere the same way. I know that sounds really shitty, but that's the way it works. So if a story breaks and we don't have all the facts except some minerals, we have to make sure that there are two days or everything is double checked. Well, that's the journalistic standard, but it is not the normal in today's world as far as, I mean, WMDs, weapons of mass destruction. They never, right. re, you know, never recounted that, never went back. Oh, gee, we got that wrong. Uh, let's the Syrian gas attack proven to be fake. Well, and, and, the, never recounted. Yes. So on I know and you're, on com- and I know on you're on. coming with receipts, but I, I understand that you're coming with receipts. But I just I want to say this real quick. Um, yeah. That may I like that maybe the industry standard, right? The journalistic standard of doing things. That is the journalistic not, standard, and it used to be the law. It used to be legal. Yeah, um, but that's not YouTube or Facebook or Twitter and, or or Fox anyway. or or MSNBC with the I'm, whole I'm Russia Gate thing. I'm not 
I understand that. I'm I, un- I understand that as well. But like, yeah. there is just so much spread of misinformation because people are taking, yeah, totally. or putting their trust in some someone that's like me that just knows how to work a camera and an editing machine and puts out a video based on this false information, or right. you know, close to like it's just. That's the thing is just like there's just so much available technology. Yes, I do think that if you are going to represent yourself and be regulated by the FCC, then you need to go to the journalistic standard of like just every, you know, like you have to make sure that your facts are straight and all that shit. I understand that people don't do that. Um, first but I had two individuals yeah. reach out to me wanting to do a Fox news based program on YouTube. They actually wanted to, um, they actually broadcast all across the United States to many different cities and whatnot. Like this guy, not for that, but he has his finger in those pies is what I'm saying. Um, and they wanted to create a Republican news network that, I would edit together, but then asked me to splice in subliminal advertising every so frames because it's not illegal to do to stream it, right? Subliminal advertising isn't, or I'm sorry, streaming internet walk is not regulated by the FCC. So if it's not regulated by the FCC, then it is not illegal to do subliminal advertising through streaming right. platform. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, that's what they try to agree to. Brutal. So they're trying to put together a propaganda channel. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Right. That's fantastic. So, so I, I just want to give a shout out to some reporters that I love in this era of alternative facts. I also have a, a, a merchandise line called seek the truth for this very reason. It's so important to seek the truth. I'm not telling you what it is. I'm telling you to seek it and I'll give you some resources where I'm getting shit. But some of my favorite reporters are Abby Martin. She does a show called the intercept um, and the empire files. Amazing. Also Lee camp with redacted tonight. He does a recount of how we're being misled by the mainstream media. Um, He's also got another podcast called Moment of Clarity, where he talks about what's going on today. You know, um, another reporter, Max Blumenthal, he he broke the truth about Venezuela when we were being lied to and told that Venezuela didn't have any food on the shelves. He went down there and he filmed grocery stores. They looked like Whole Foods. He's like, look at this meat department. It looked better than Whole Foods here. He's like, look at this. We got 15 kinds of IPA in the microbrew section. Venezuela's really hurting, huh? And he broke the story. What it was is the elites there, the white elites were working with the U.S. government to withhold certain products from the shelves of the grocery store, namely the things people needed most, tampons, toilet paper, toothpaste, soap. But you could get you could get a filet mignon steak. You could get an IPA. No problem. I I love that. um, I'm just going to mention this, ladies, I don't mean to piss you off. But in um, you were you were saying like what they were taxing, you know, stuff like that. Uh, 
on Netflix, there's a show called Big Mouth. It's a it's an adult cartoon, and in I mean, it addresses basically kids growing up through puberty and what that's like. The actual puberty, like going through all the whole. They actually have a uh-huh. character called the Hormone Monster that oh, is man. like every thought in that kid's head right right so right brutal it's a great but in one of the episodes it addresses uh one of the characters a female character getting her period for the first time and like kind of what that is i honestly think it's a really great show and it opens up an amazing dialogue with um your body and your body image and your sexuality and like how you first start kind of getting into that mentality and seeing women for you know the few like sexual i don't want to say sexual objects but just start seeing women let's just say that amazing beautiful um, wonderful creatures they are exactly 100 agree with that anyway uh at the end of this episode like she finally tells the mom and the mom said like you know she's like what I, do i have to learn how to do a tampon she's like no we'll we'll work up to tampons we're baby steps here you know, tampons are taxed as a luxury item. Do you know that? I don't. I, I, I assume that it's it's true. I assume that wow. it's true. I think I've heard that before. But tam- tampons are taxed as a luxury item. You know what? I'm going to go buy some, Bear, and I'll report back on our next show. Yeah. I, I mean, that's I, I've bought tampons. Or no, I don't think I've ever bought. I bought pads. I don't think I've ever bought tampons. And you know but, what I might uh, do? I might I might even film a TikTok of myself buying tampons because that would be hilarious, right? That would be hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, as a luxury item? As a luxury I mean, that be, item? That would really piss me off if that's true because that's extortion. Right? Yeah. I mean, and, and as two men, we know that that's wrong. That's bullshit. That's extortion. That that there should be a law against that. It it should. It's a necessity, and it should be priced tax free as a health item. Yes. Exactly. Okay, we're moving forward. I'm sorry, we're getting way too into stuff today. But yeah. let's, you know what? Go. Hey, we're fired well, up. Yeah, I know that's not your topic, but I'm a piggyback off of what she said. I wish I could frame their quote right there law enforcement and the police officers are changing how law enforcement is viewed by the (laughs) mischievous things that they're doing to innocent people and how rude of me greetings to you know you all to the hosts and to the the, you know the people in the room but law enforcement man from the way that they're acting i don't even want to call the police When, when something happens to me and I'm, and I'm in a situation, I don't even call the police anymore because I don't want anybody to get shot or beaten for something that, you know, they don't deserve to get, you know, beaten for. I don't, I don't even call them. I can't say the last time I called the police. Thank you. And that's a horrible testimony. And I completely agree with you. I wouldn't call either unless, you know, uh, you know, because oh, there's stories in my local town. I'm going to read you one. I got a story lined up right here whenever we're ready. But it's about this, and we're oh almost my ready. God. We're it's, almost it's, ready. I just, it, it, I want, ne- I wanted, like, I wanted to give you your thing. I just, oh my God, I love Neko or Nico, man. Thank you yeah. so much for tuning um, in. Um, I, and and I, I think we, I think Bear and I both totally agree with you, bro. Yeah, one hundred percent. I love your. Uh, first off, you can go back. These shows are recorded, so you can go back to the show 
and I would 100% find the time. Uh, it is currently, come on, one, 14. No way. one hour into the talking time of this episode. Okay, one hour. So wherever, yep. I would say that was probably said maybe 20 minutes ago, right? So you can go into like 40 minutes into the episode of, of this or this episode and then share it to your Instagram or clip it and save that video. Uh, because, yeah, if it's something that resonated with you, and I think that's that it resonates with me as well. It's a, it's a great point of view to uh, pick out that like, yeah, I, if we don't trust our government, then, you know, I'm not going to call them. Right. And that's a horrible testimony about society if we get to that point. Yeah. And, and I just want to reiterate like, what, that, what Bear said. Someone else. Ghostbusters, <laughs> man. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters at this point. Apparently ah! the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab my bong and hide in the closet and hope for the best. Like, right? Oh, my God. It's just like, <laughs> it's like that scene from Casper which is also a movie from the 90s that I'm sure you haven't watched with Christina Ricci. But Dan Aykroyd is in that movie as a Ghostbuster, right? Because they try and evict the ghosts from this mansion. And yeah. uh, Dan Aykroyd Rough comes marketing. back. He's like, who are you going to call? Someone else. And he runs away. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Great. All right, but thank you again. Um, let's see, who was that? Nico Neko or Nico? Yeah. Yeah, appreciate Neko the comment. Now, I just wanted to reiterate what you said, Bear, um, about the fact that people can share clips, right? Um, if if you like a section of the, the talk, um, you can share a 30-second clip of it. So, yeah. Up to 30 seconds of a clip, yeah, exactly. Unless they've changed that, it might okay. even be longer now. I call the uh, lawn technicians and the landscapers and the gardeners. I call them dad. Hey, dad. <laughs> no, I don't know them. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Because she's because <laughs> you used to used to dad waking you up when you're hungover with his lawnmower and blower. Well, dad. so. The reason I call them land scalpers is because my brother and I thought of that. It's 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 for an upcoming Don Clark show, which is our our audio drama podcast. Um, oh, I love it. Don Don has a problem with this landscaping company, and he forms like the border. It's called Border Patrol, right? We wrote all of this before. <laughs> Honestly, we wrote all of this. <laughs> oh no i can't wait we wrote we wrote all of this before trump took office and was going to like build the wall and shit like we honestly should have released this years ago but you are a visionary um apparently profits some some would say but uh yeah it, it was like we we don clark comes home like he didn't realize like this landscaping company was going to they got the wrong address and um they completely like do his lawn and 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 like he we have this whole we have this whole um shit Schindler's list moment written in there where he's like on his knees in his garden like picking up 
flowers and stuff like these petunias i could have saved them i just like it's i don't want to get too in depth with it but like yeah, oh i could i could totally see it man yeah he starts investigating this company because then he he suspects that they're an underground drug ring uh from (laughs) from mexico bringing in drugs uh (laughs) And and that they would only serve drugs to the houses that like they did landscaping, and that's how he comes on their trail. It's like he goes to the cops saying that like, look, these land scalpers came onto his land and gave him grass, and he's just and like, of course, the police are going to take <laughs> take that differently. Yeah. So yeah, uh... we have this whole thing that he like, and th- and we have a character in our show called Man. We just call him Man because he's like the redneck, white blooded American that hey, always gets behind everything. Like I, I don't want these land scalpers scalping my land. Just <laughs> okay, man. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's don't worry. I about love it. It's coming. I love we it. We don't mean any offense whatsoever. It's 100% pure satire and realizing that these things are existing and we're trying to call attention to it. Damn straight. <laughs> Tongue in yeah. cheek, people. Tongue in cheek. Lighten up. Just Let the, the snowflakes feathers. melt. Let's all lighten up a little bit. All right. So let's get through these uh, last three messages here. Sorry. Two oh, messages. Smokey, your phone's still not working i don't know what's going on buddy i'm sorry you guys don't have to do any subliminal messaging with me i'm already brainwashed program for friday afternoons i go through withdrawal when you guys don't do a show so there's no reason to put me through that except we don't have a safe word but hey what the hell i mean we're all friends anyway right who needs that just throw that out the window there you go crinkled up piece of paper in the trash bin oh and i made the shot okay so you don't have to worry about brainwashing me about anything about that now politically i am brainwashed enough with this show i know to tune in on friday mornings at eight o'clock in the morning or eight fifteen in the morning now whatever it is and to listen and participate message received servant is done no, we don't do subliminal messaging on this show. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we don't do any subliminal nope. messaging. And thanks for that stab, May. I appreciate She was yelling at me that we <laughs> it's late today. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that. I was just going to try to overlook it a little. <laughs> and another thing, and Mr. Big Bear, Uh-oh. you guys are making me do twice the work. I'm working for my job. And then you're bringing up our tampons luxuries and I'm pulling articles for you as well. So I'm doing research for you and I'm getting paid oh. by one job and I'm not getting paid Thank by God another. But I do have my own line, so I guess that I'll have to do. So, yeah. Um, hmm, yeah. There are messages out there somewhere. Somebody got them. I don't know which one I sent them to, but... And another thing, I will continue to do this until I'm blue in the face because, of course, I've got to contribute my dollars worth of um, information or whatever that I can find to clarify whatever it is you guys are talking about or at least um, back you up and double check the facts like good press people are supposed to do before you start talking about stuff is all right anyway I don't know where I'm going with this but I'm gone the story you start talking about the stuff is 
I, oh my God, Big Bear! I'm so glad she she said pulling articles. She said pulling, and I she said tampons, and then pulling. I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh no, God. oh article. Whoo! Ah. Thank God. Ah. I thought we were gonna have a live like moment. Where's your rim shot? <laughs> yeah. Where's your rim shot? Oh my God! That's oh, funny. I thought we were gonna have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Um, Ooh, man, that could have gone always, south real you quick. Long, you are a long friend of the show uh, from the beginning. Yes. We appreciate that, and we always appreciate your fact checking. And I'm, you know, yes, I, I, like I said, I know I'm not a, I'm not a journalist. I'm a broadcaster. And yes, there is some integrity that has to go with that as well. But like, like I said, I always preface with like, look, these are my thoughts. These are what I think, you know, mm-hmm. don't you can quote me, but don't quote me on what I'm saying as the art, like as actual factual evidence. You know, that's what right. we bring right. articles for. That's what Dave's here show. For. <laughs> you know, and, you know, talk. yeah. Hey, hey, we love to talk and we like to talk hey. about the articles. Right. Because what, what I think we're lacking in, in our society in, in from the media, for sure, is. You know, just a fair and balanced delivery of information and then a healthy conversation about it. It's like my team, your team, left, right, and there can't be a conversation. And it's like, man, come on. We're better yeah. than that. All right. So we are we're done with messages right now. So let's bring up your next article. We'll yeah, address so this that one... and uh, be back. I mean, I'm good to be out at one my time. Okay. Yeah. I'm good for I'm, another I'm half cool. hour if you want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. If you got time, I'm, I'm having a blast. Uh, we seem to be on a great flow. People seem to be chiming in, which I'm really grateful for. Thank you, everybody that has tuned in and is listening and that shared. And yeah, thank you so much. So this article is it's actually taken from a recording on NPR in good faith, May 20th, 2021. Recorded at 4 a.m. Eastern time. Damn, that's a morning, early morning owl right there. But um, by Suke Lewis, or Sucky Lewis, I think it's Suke. <laughs> sucky, sucky. Oh, sucky, sucky. No, Suke Lewis. Um, in the small northern California town of Rio Vista, a woman named Catherine Jenks called 911 for help. But after police arrive, she ends up injured and inside a jail cell facing serious charges. On September 30th, 2018, The same day Catherine is arrested, California Governor Jerry Brown signs a new law. State Senate Bill 1421 opens up long-hidden police misconduct and use of force records, including files that uncover what really happened on the night of Jank's arrest and might change the outcome of her case. For decades in California, when allegations of police officer misconduct surfaced, police chiefs city officials and agency leaders held press conferences or issued statements promising to investigate. But the findings of those investigations were confidential and off limits to public scrutiny. In response to the new law unsealing police misconduct and use of force files, a team of reporters from over 40 newsrooms, including NPR member station KQED, set out to request records from every law enforcement agency in the state to find out how the shadow system of police accountability really works. 
Just days after the new law went into effect, the town of Rio Vista released an internal investigation into the arrest of Catherine Jenks, an investigation Jenks herself knew nothing about. In the first episode of On Our Watch, police body cam footage takes us back to the night of Jenks' arrest and an investigator's audio recording places us in the interrogation room of the officers who arrested us. Her, excuse me. The, these files are the first time the public could see and hear the police disciplinary process in California at work. Those tapes and interviews with witnesses, victims, and experts, we find out about the, the protections police officers in California have even in those interrogation rooms and even after they've been fired. We, and we begin to learn how the internal affairs system that promises the public accountability for so long actually might have a different aim. Bam. Learn more on our uh, watch at kqed.org. This podcast is produced as part of the California Reporting Project, a coalition of news organizations in California. So it's a 47-minute audio program. I highly encourage everybody to listen to the whole thing. But yeah, what are your thoughts on that, Bear? Um, <laughs> there's so many. Uh, it's a big one, right? First, it's a big off, one. All right, so let me get let me get this straight. This woman called the cops, but then it turns out she goes to jail, beaten, bruised, whatever. And uh, then she just sentenced. Is she sentenced? And... Like, is she serving time? Okay, so she's sentenced. Yeah. And they basically seal those records as to like how they investigated, like how they in her and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but now because those documents are unsealed that and released to public or released to at least yeah, I mean if it's NPR it would have to be released to the public. So uh, I don't know who can request them. You might have to be like a news agency to request them. So KQED, thank God, re- requested from the okay, whole state so, but they got they got their hands on this and based on that it now shows like la or it's it now shows the way that these police conduct investigations or interrogations inside of the room yes and to Correct. the point where it might overturn her case that's just crazy i mean it's it's already horrible enough that there are so many people that are serving time just for like possession of Mary. I mean, like, remember when they, they were like, oh, right. we're going to release all these people on possession of marijuana now that it's been, like, legalized for recreational use. Yeah. Or at least we're dropping that charge so that would lower their, reduce their sentence. It, it's just, it's, nobody should be jailed for something that they didn't do or something, like, wasn't at their fault. It's just, oh my god. That just... I feel so bad yeah. for her. I honestly do. Right. I, and I hope that this works out for her benefit. Now, if she was in the wrong, then she should, she's in the wrong. I don't know anything about this case, right? Like we, Right. But, more, more will come out. But, uh, but the disturbing part is just the internal investigations. We need to do away. Like, why would you have the fox guard the hen house? It's yeah, it's exactly. It's the only place in the world where that happens. That and in Congress, right? Oh, we're going to do a... You know, we're going to put together a, a whatever, a council and review that, right? Oh, you mean like Mitch McConnell on uh, yes, this week? Yeah. I'm surprised you're not yeah, picking exactly. that up. 
to be honest. I'm sure you well, can save that for an episode. Yeah, you know, this just had my blood boiling, but and it's just so kind of time yeah, sensitive too, you know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. No. Um yeah, it again, it reinforces the mistrust in our system, which is and that's the thing. It's eroding guess, rapidly. Yeah. It is. It's eroding rapidly. And I I know that we need change to it, and I get that these articles are are meant to to be changed i just i hope that the dialogue pushes forward and it doesn't stop at violence right i hope it doesn't lead to violence uh me too me too and that's why i'm that that's why i want to talk about it because the more we talk about it the more we have a chance to contact our congress people to contact our city council people to do something with a pen and paper to contact the media outlets you know sure um and we, it's you know. not just our opinion. We also want our, the opinions of you, the listener. Yes. So please, if you have an opinion on this article, uh, again, Dave, can you just do a quick wrap up for anyone that might have just joined us? Yeah. So it's uh, this article on our watch in good faith, uh, published May 20th. <clears throat> so in a small northern California town of Rio Vista, a woman named Catherine Jenks called 911 for help. But after the police arrived, she ends up injured inside a jail cell facing serious charges. How does this happen? And the after investigating the records, it turns out that with uh, the release of information, it might overturn her case. So she's looks like she's going to be innocent, but she wouldn't yeah, wrongfully have been prisoned. wrongfully jailed and beaten uh, yeah. after calling for help so which means damn. again it means that more police officers need to be held accountable and and uh trialed you know arrested and tried yeah and it just talks to the what kind of psychological screening are we doing of these people you know pay them yeah. more and get better qualified people pay them more train them more screen them more and get better people right i literally had my brother out to me and say, I think I'm going to get a, try and get a job at McDonald's because, like, those guys are making bank right now. <laughs> they just raised their, uh, they just raised their pay to like 15, 16 bucks an hour. I, think. I love it. I love it. Like, never did I ever think anyone would want to. Hey, I think I'm going to go work at McDonald's. <laughs> Not on my list. Usually. Usually that's the that's the mentality is just like, well, you want to be a, a burger flipper your your entire life? You gotta be a fry cook. Which I mean, honestly, my- what's wrong with that? As long as you're making a living and you're enjoying what you're doing, why not? There's nothing wrong with it, and I would never judge anybody. McDonald's yeah. was my first was my first job ever at fifteen and a half years old. It was hell, and I'll never go back. And I'm just going to tell you right now, the polyester outfit gives you crazy legs. It's well, and I'm also going to just put this thought out there because I think it really. I had this thought the other day. It was like a shower thought. Um, Almost everyone that handles your food is like a teenager. Yeah. Do you trust them? Like. You just said your first job at 15. I think I worked at 16 at Potbelly's, you know, and like I was going through the drive through. I'm like, oh, my God, these are just all kids. Like literally kids are handling my food every day. 
well, really sad public commentary is now there's senior citizens working there too. So you either got kids or old people that should be retired. Which is also like, that's just sad. I mean, I, I've already, I came to terms with the fact that I'm never retiring a while ago. Exactly. Exactly. The R word. Kidding me. What is that? Also, I have, I have family members that are retired that say never retire. (laughs) (laughs) Once you retire, you start dying. Well, it's just like, yeah, I mean, I literally had a conversation with a couple of women who were retired that said, don't retire. It's just, I also have a grandmother who's retired that like, she, you, you never know it. That woman is always busy doing something. Exactly. And that's so. what I was going to say is some, it's people like you and I that have, that have hobbies that could keep us busy 24 hours a day would never be that person that withered away in retirement. Yeah. We would just be like, yeah. woohoo, I don't have to go to that place today. Well, right? that's the dream. Financial exactly. freedom. I want exactly. the freedom to just do whatever the fuck I want because I don't have to worry about how much it costs because everything's just handled. I have enough money that it's just handled. Thank you. That's the dream. And you're not going to be lazy. You'd be you'd be running a show, traveling the world, probably. Oh, that's exactly what I would do. I would. I don't care if I would get hired on by that place or not. I would literally just travel the world and podcast about the places I was going to, and and right? vlog about the places I was going to. Booyah! And edit those videos and edit that audio, and I would feel fulfilled because I'd be traveling, I would be seeing the world, I would be making connections, and I would be doing what I love: editing and recording, and re- you know, and bringing people together all the while. Do you hear that, the journal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just pay me to that? do it. Do you hear that NPR sponsors throughout the world? We are to accepting submissions here at the weekly wrap up. All right, so if you know anyone, share this shit with anybody that you know, and you're like, dude, this guy would totally fucking rock at this. That's right. Because if you didn't know, well, now you know. It should be on XM, though, or a podcast. Like, yeah, I pod- cannot keep from saying that. It's very hard for me to keep from swearing. It it's is very tough. hard. Me too. Me too. I have a problem I'm with it. I'm passionate. Me hey, too. So- First off, smartest people in the world use the F word. I've heard that. I've heard lying. that. That was a, a it, statistic. Yeah, I saw me. It, uh, it is the most versatile <laughs> word in the English language, too. It's it's a it noun. It's, it's a pronoun. So it's a verb. It's a, you know, it's it can it's be so every. Diverse. Yeah, it is. It's the most versatile word, literally. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing is just like, hey, some people. Like, some people like just regular gravy, right? They can yeah. just have gravy. Right. Some people like That's a little right. seasoning. That's me. Right. I like some people like vanilla. Some people like vanilla ice cream. Some people like Neapolitan. <laughs> some people like orange sherbet. Hey, creamsicle, squirrel. All right, let's get to the, let's get to the people that are uh, re- recording in, calling in about yeah. our topic. Reel it in, Dave. Well, it's like, it's three half six in the UK, and it's pissing it down with rain, it's freezing cold and fucking windy, and then the ice cream man is going to come down the road. Who wants an ice cream in this sort of weather? Ah, 
So you know, actually, I might go and get a banana rice on the Afrobat actually. Thank you for our weather check-in from the UK. And, yeah, uh, thanks, And I Bruce. will have more ice cream as well. That's so funny that we were literally talking about ice cream, and that's what that was about. That was like, great Like, that timing. was unplanned and recorded a long time. That's how you know that this is fate. Synchronicity. Right there. All right, let's keep going. Okay, Denise is muttering under her breath. She just, like, slapped her hand to her forehead and muttered something to me and shot me a message across the floor. Her uncle is an attorney, and she says, quote-unquote, only one thing stands in the way of getting these records is that there's a specific document by court order that you have to obtain, and it is not accessible to the public. It is accessible to the attorney, and they have to request a certain document to get those records to clear a charge like this case you're talking about. She's like, could another thing and Big Bear rub her the wrong way? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's all she had to say about that. So it's a, a specific documented order by the attorney. No regular human being can get it except that chain of events. Ave. Okay, well, yeah, it's good to know the specifics. I mean, we were basically just saying that people should have access, so they do. That's good. I don't like to rub anybody the wrong way. I like to rub yeah. them the right way. Exactly. Hey. Ooh-ah. Where's your, where the fuck is your, your pad? Where's your rim shot? That was a perfect opportunity. This is, there we go. Dave, this is why we need to be in the same studio. Exactly. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if we actually met each other, how great our show would be? No, it'd be on fire. We'd be burning the room yeah. down. Burning the room down. Just saying. Pay us to fucking Pre- do it. Yeah. Appreciate the messages, May and Denise. Come on. No hard feelings. You know, I'm just, we're just, we're just talking about how we feel and stuff. And, you know, like we said, we're not telling you what to think. We're just asking you to think. So I appreciate you giving us some, some, uh, us the details on that. Yeah. Thank you for always keep. No, I mean, I always like being corrected. If I'm not mad line, please let me know. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But also we need to sometimes agree to disagree. So I apologize. You know, if I've ever rubbed you the wrong way, I apologize. That's not my intention. I wish nothing but. But good vibes, and that's what we want to spread is good vibes to start your weekend. Exactly. We're just bringing up topics to get people to think about them. You know, once again, not telling you what to think about it. Just hoping that we, you know, open up oh, plus it's somebody's like, thought process. Dude, I love it. This yeah. allows me to spread my wings on, on shit that, and just purge sometimes. Like, you, I get so angry about this stuff, but I don't think I could talk about it with anybody without getting, like, you know... Like, without somebody getting in my face. That's why I like talking with you <laughs> to do this. Because in this environment that we've set, this tone that we've set, it allows people to talk about it and hopefully yeah, feel cool. safe enough to talk about it and give their opinions about stuff. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm always afraid to talk to somebody because, like, I can talk about it with my dad in person, but it's more him talking <laughs> because he's upset about things. And I worry about his heart rate as much as my own. And then, right. and, 
you know, or I could talk to my aunt about it, who's very knowledgeable. I mean, I would, you two would have a great conversation. Honestly, I think you and Pa Rocky should have a great conversation together here. That'd be fun. Um, but I, I think he worries about, um, he doesn't have the same mentality times of just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Of, of it's yeah. okay to walk away. But he, yeah. and that's what he worries about with being on here. But uh, I think, I think if, if we just brought them on slowly, maybe a half hour show at a time. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's but, always uh, no, yeah. it's always it's always fine to walk away. You know, I mean, people have their their personal limits and thresholds for whatever reason, and I don't judge anybody for you know. Hey, you do you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Straight straight like across have- the board. I'm going frisbee golfing later today with um, a friend of mine who has very rightist views. Like I don't, I don't agree with a lot of the shit that he he agrees with. But him and I literally, we just agree to like, hey, you believe what you believe, I'll believe what I believe, and like we'll share shit with each other. But as long as we don't allow it to get in the way in between us, like we let it roll off our back so that we can continue to have be friends because we are friends. We have a lot of fun doing things together like Frisbee. And you can talk and you can talk about one of the many things that you do agree on and have in common. Yeah, exactly. Focus on the positive. That's the mentality I have. That's, that's, that's the mentality that I try and, and put forth in action. Um, Yeah. So thank you for also, you know, being a part of the show. Not just you, Dave, but everyone listening Everybody. and being a part of the show. Thank you, yeah, each and everyone. Let's continue. My last message and my job and my thing is is to be here every Friday and be a part of this and send off my weekend the right way. So have a good weekend, guys. Thank and you, nothing but positive vibes. Now I think I have to get off this uh, recording before I have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> anyway, have a good weekend. Uh-oh, deep breath, Thank deep breath. She's on a couple more times since she left. Denise said, Big Bear, she'll take a hug from you anytime. That might rub her the right way. You win. There we go. See, I'm really good at hugging, too. I give all right, all right, all right. A bear hug, by yeah. chance? Dude, I stand at six foot two and I'm three hundred and thirty pounds. Like I'm a huge person. Now that's a freaking bear hug if I've ever thought of one. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I'd actually like a bear hug, like for real, from a bear. Like that'd be pretty awesome. Wouldn't that to be one of the most amazing things? The way that I hug regular people. Oh my god. Ugh. Didn't end well with that grizzly right. guy though. Well, hello, big bear. And another thing. There seems to be a certain element of mischief going on in this weekly wrap-up and and not a lot of uh, wrapping up of weekly activities. Um, Okay, so I've only just started listening in and whatever. But where's the talk about Bashir, the royal family, the BBC falling apart? Where's the British element to this update? Mm. Well, we're... We're always up for uh, for for the for the uh, little enlightenment from across the pond if you've got some, but uh, I am definitely not a specialist in that uh, arena at all. 
Um, so this Professor this episode was pretty Bunny much about Bunny. law enforcement I... and internal investigation and stuff. Love what your love your voice, and love the fact that you're calling us out. Um, I would love uh, an update, please, from across the pond. Yeah, what are you and doing? thank you for tuning in. Oh my gosh, she got stereo to download on her phone, so she clicks on the app and now it won't open. We are lapping our asses off here trying to figure out what else she has to delete to get on stereo. (laughs) Oh man, this is going to be continued. She deleted enough shit off her phone to fit the app in, it downloads, and now it will not open. It says, phone data overload so now she's got to figure out what else she has to delete to get the app to open so you win she's actually maybe possibly willing to contribute herself oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's working if you guys could just never end this broadcast (laughs) <laughs> that would be really cool. Like I would be down with that. I'll like uh I'll like uh I can like cash app you or send you guys like uh torque videos yes. time. Just keep this shit rolling. Appreciate you. <laughs> send us pizza delivery. Just keep eating, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Just keep just keep door dashing us. Like all right, yeah. you know Today, we're going to plan out a nice menu, Jake. We've got a great idea. <laughs> oh, I like, love it. Oh, I approve of this. I approve of this. <laughs> I will be at this location, this location, and this location. I love it. Yeah, you get uh, bribed to stay on the air longer by the by the food that you're sent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, dude, monster stick. I'm not even joking. I miss loss so much. But every time... Hi, I get mozzarella sticks in honor of Lost. They're so good. They're so good. Oh my god, jalapeno anyone... cheese poppers. I would do another yes. half hour oh, if people dude. could could deliver jalapeno some jalapeno poppers? cheese poppers. Hey, you know what? Sonic just down the road has both jalapeno poppers and mozzarella sticks. Just saying. Oh, is there a Sonic yeah. in town? Oh man, I have I might a Sonic. Have to find one. I have a Sonic. Oh, oh dude, they're they're they're. Uh, cherry limeades, the Route 44 cherries. That's 44 ounces of cherry limeade, man. That's like six maraschino cherries in there. It's amazing. That's yeah. Now that's you something. Can tell, you can tell it's lunchtime. <laughs> the bear is getting hungry. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. My stomach just went. Yeah, uh, a very popper. special favor to you for asking so nicely. Um, Britain is in meltdown. Oh, dear. The government decided to open the doors and let people into pubs and let people drink. And then this nasty Indian variant came in. I wonder how it got there. Nothing to do with an extra hundred flights having been laid on from India. And and nobody stopping them at the border. Oh, Kel surprise. So we've got surge testing, panicking, people getting very, very poorly with an Indian variant that everyone said the vaccines would work against, but maybe they're not. Oh, and then Prince William and Prince Harry are gobsmackingly honest and have brought down the British Broadcasting Corporation to its knees. 
as Martin Bashir, the former journalist that interviewed Prince Diana, has had to come out and say, I was wrong, I was wrong. Basically, the Brits are in meltdown. Wow. That's well, wild. hopefully that doesn't affect the country. But I can definitely see, I mean, the same thing with America. How many flights are we actually, like, they're talking about uh, weighing people now. And, like, oh having to possibly pull people off of flights if they eat too much because of they're expecting so much travel and traffic. So, I mean, we're, we're not far wow. behind. Right. And the and CDC recently said, you know, and I don't agree with this. The CDC recently announced nationwide that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask indoors. Like, what? Why couldn't well, you leave it also, open? To, why couldn't you leave it up to the businesses? Yeah, um, they well, they also said the same thing. Uh, actually, something counterintuitive that said, I think it was Fauci that said, like, people are taking these new CDC guidelines the wrong way. And oh yeah, so I didn't read the article, but I just saw that headline. I'm like, oh, that sounds like something Fauci'd say. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, just, I just kept going on because I just I don't there's nothing I can do about it right now. So I try and just mm-hmm. kind of stay out of it. I, I'm yeah. doing my part. I'm I'm going out. I'm when I go out, I wear a mask. Uh, I'm half right. vaxxed right now. I get my my next shot on June fifth. You know, so I'm doing my part to try. That's that's the best that I can do. Is just be be me and, and make sure that my family is following the guidelines or just being safe. And that's what we're doing. That's all you can do. That's all you can do when it yeah. comes down to it. Really. Yeah, but Brittany yeah, Baker. I, mean, I mean, yes, we're, we're fucking this. These countries are dumb. They're dumb as fuck. Uh, if 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 they really wanted to do it the right way, we should have we should have ordered a mandated indoor lockdown starting Groundhog's Day. Right out the gates. Exactly. Cease no, all I mean, travel. Just, no, just starting Groundhog Day, like even even 2021 Groundhog Day. We should have just locked down. Right. Right. Because and then it would go away. It would go away, right? Because what is that? Six more weeks of winter, right? And then if you the ease back shadow. into then you ease back into regular life. You ease back into travel. Only those who necess- you know, who who it's a necessity for, you know, exactly. things like so, that. I mean, if we would have just pl- we had an entire fucking year to plan this to be like, I yeah, and we fucked it all up. Yeah, for. How- for six Who's weeks in charge? and we're going to start at groundhog's day so and we're going to give you the money we're going to give you money to get supplies to 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 maintain yourself for six fucking weeks that's right because it's cheaper in the long run and and better and safer and just boom it would be done so there you go we figured out that too you know you and Everybody i are not rocket science hibernated and then right. slowly worked its way out then i mean i think that it would have massively reduced the curve. Yep. And what was it? It was at, wasn't that Casey and the Sunshine Band? Get down, make a little love tonight. Get down tonight. Get down tonight. I get what I'm asking you to do. I would be asking myself to stay indoors with my kids for six weeks. Sometimes I think they probably wouldn't survive. But right, and not strangle them. That's the key part. Six weeks, <laughs> exactly. and not strangle them, and not Homer Bart Simpson them. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but that's that's. I mean, that was my idea, but nobody fucking asked me. Right. I I vote for bear. Yep. Listen, Domino's has those fucking uh, two topping pizzas for like what, like, like six bucks or something crazy. Listen, and I'm pretty sure I got a free pizza. Send me the Addy, dog. <laughs> she really does want us to stay on here for another half hour. She's willing to send pizza. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a great clip. That is a great clip. Can you believe that, Bear? That is hilarious, right? Oh, May the Poet coming in hot. May the Poet. And don't forget about Prince William having his first dose of the COVID-19 shot. Yes, I follow the British Royal News. I'm guilty of it. I have a cousin by the name of Terry Friedman who lives over there with his wife Lydia Friedman. I am part British, therefore I am religiously addicted to all and everything about the royals and I have been catching up slowly but surely and the Queen's new puppy just died that she just got that they made a big fuss over a couple of weeks ago and what else was there? Um yeah, oh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry shared an in-depth um, article about how Meghan Markle was going to kill herself in People magazine this week in the country. So, yeah, I did say that out loud. So, yeah, unfortunately, that runs in my family. I am very well in tune with what's going over in the UK, and it is one big clusterfuck of information and crazy as batshit. Oh, well, you know, when it comes to royals, I say better Prince William than Prince Albert. Ouch. Oh. You back there? I don't know. Am okay. I? You are. You are loud okay. and clear. Okay. Yeah, we got Ms. Moneypenny here. So, just to update you, and by the way, Big Bear, good luck with the jab. I hope they put it in the right place. Yeah, so CDC, mm, yeah, go to the CDC website, have a look. Welcome in, come to the United States of America. Oh, and by the way, anybody that wants to fly outside of the United States of America doesn't even need a test, doesn't need a passport, doesn't need anything, just travel, just enjoy the skies. Oh, come and go, come and go, buy some souvenirs in India and then just fly straight back in with no testing at all. It's bonkers. So apart from Biden having said he's going to send 20 million vaccines over to India, it's all looking a little bit hopeless in the United States of America. But good news. Tomorrow evening, I'm interviewing El Presidente, the former POTUS, Sir Donald Trump. He's coming on the stereo to talk to Miss Moneybitty. Don't miss it. Please follow me. Wow. I wonder if that's this stereo Donald Trump. like. Uh... I'm inquisitive now. Oh, <laughs> inquiring minds need to know. Right, Bear? Bear knows I'm not fucking joking. Like, all all he's got to do is send me the address and the, what he wants on his pizza, and I'll send that shit. He knows I'm not fucking playing. All right, you heard it live and direct, Bear. What do you want on your pizza? Two toppings coming to you free from Domino's Delivers. Avoid the Noid. Not that we are sponsored by Domino's here at the weekly wrap-up 
but we would accept a sponsorship from Domino's here at the weekly wrap-up or any other business that would like a weekly plug. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm fucking back. He's back in black. Oh, my God. Back in red with the crown on. I've had so much connectivity issues. Uh, I've heard the show in and out. I'm sorry. This is why we can't go over two hours. That's right. (laughs) That's right. It's the universe going, what are you guys doing, man? You're breaking the matrix. It's like, hey, hey, you've had your 15 minutes. Get the fuck off stage, okay? Yeah, Um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Much love to everybody that tuned in. Much love, Bear. Give a shout out to a couple people that stuck in the whole time. May the Poet, Brittany Baker, Cranium Archives, Leslie Green, Quentin Robert, Money, Ms. Moneypenny, Professor Moneypenny. Tune in to her. Follow Ms. Moneypenny. Follow everybody that tuned in. Let's all he- help each other grow. Paula Fay, Crypto Bitcoin King. What's up, King? Um, yeah. And if you dug, you know, like, like Bear was saying, if you dug the show, please feel free to share it. You can go back. Share the whole thing. You can share 30-second clips. Much love, everybody. But we're getting a bunch of love from everybody, and I, I appreciate the, the affection. I can see the hearts coming up and the, the devil horns. We got all these new emojis. That's so cool. Much love to Stereo. Much love, Big Bear Radio. Much love to everybody that tuned in. This is a wrap on the weekly wrap. We will see you guys next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 10 a.m. Central. Take care.